Thank you all for taking the time to listen to the show. I'd love if you could give the Space Shot a shout out on social media, so I have a challenge for everyone that listens to the podcast. Tag me on Twitter or Instagram and mention the show. I'm getting some cool stickers printed up, and for everyone that mentions the podcast and tags me in a post from now until the end of August, I'll make sure I send you out a Space Shot sticker. Remember, mention the Space Shot and at John Mulnix, and you'll get a sticker plus my thanks. This is The Space Shot, episode 86 for August 8th, 2017. Rocket launches, Venus, and the Expanse. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulnix. Before I talk about Venus, there were three launches that I want to talk about that took place on August 8th. Two shuttle missions from very different eras of what the shuttle was used for occurred on August 8th. The first was STS-28 in 1989, and this mission launched a classified Department of Defense payload into orbit. The second mission, STS-118, was launched in 2007 and was an International Space Station assembly mission. Interestingly, the STS-118 mission saw Barbara Morgan, a teacher that was initially accepted into the Teacher in Space project in 1985, finally fly in space during this 2007 mission. Barbara Morgan was the backup for Krista McAuliffe, who was killed in the Challenger disaster in 1986. Morgan was a mission specialist on Endeavour for the STS-118 flight to the International Space Station. Endeavour's mission was successful, delivery of components and supplies to the space station went as planned, there was some media attention for the flight because of a small area of damage on Endeavour's heat shield, but thankfully post-flight analysis showed that the orbiter and crew were safe. Now let's go back 18 years to STS-28. This flight of the space shuttle Columbia was a mission devoted to a classified Department of Defense payload. The shuttle landed at Edwards Air Force Base on August 13th after her crew successfully completed their mission objectives. The last launch that I want to mention took place on August 8th, 2001. The Genesis mission studied the solar wind by exposing sample collectors to the vacuum of space. It returned to Earth after three years, but due to a parachute malfunction, the spacecraft impacted the Utah desert, damaging many of the sample collectors. According to an Associated Press article that I'm linking to in the show notes that was archived at space.com, the pre-launch tests on the spacecraft were skipped, and these tests could have shown that there was a problem that would lead to the parachute on the spacecraft not deploying. Since we're on the subject of launches, I want to give a launch alert to everyone. SpaceX is scheduled to launch a Falcon 9 rocket this Sunday on a resupply mission to the International Space Station. The Falcon rocket is scheduled to land back at Cape Canaveral shortly after launch. SpaceX has live streams of all of their launches, and if you've never watched one before, you have to watch the one this weekend. After liftoff, the first stage and second stage of the Falcon 9 separate, and the first stage of the Falcon 9 begins its journey back to Earth. 
the roughly 14-story tall first stage that just went up into space, is traveling about 4,000 miles per hour before it performs a series of engine burns that bring it back to a landing on Earth. As we get closer to this launch date, I will share links to the live stream on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, so be on the lookout for those. Now, let's head to Venus. Currently, I'm reading the books in the Expanse series, and right now I'm on the third book, Abaddon's Gate, and I don't want to spoil the TV series or the books, so I won't talk about too many specifics. Needless to say, Venus plays prominently in the Expanse after the proto-molecule is introduced to the planet via an event that I won't go into detail about here. At some point in the future, I will be talking to some other people about the Expanse, so stay tuned for that. Real-life Venus is a different matter. On August 8, 1978, the Pioneer Venus Multiprobe mission launched to explore the atmosphere of Venus. The spacecraft had four probes, three of which were impactors that landed on the surface, and one that had a parachute, and they all examined the Venusian atmosphere as they descended through it. The probes measured temperature and atmospheric conditions during their descent, and they found and confirmed that the temperatures on the planet were over 850 degrees Fahrenheit. Atmospheric pressures on the surface of Venus are very extreme, and any spacecraft that reaches the surface has to be reinforced to survive the intense heat and extreme pressure. I'm linking to a NASA article that describes the surface in great detail, and as that piece states, quote, The surface of Venus is not where you'd like to be, with temperatures that can melt lead, an atmosphere so thick it would crush you, and clouds of sulfuric acid that smell like rotten eggs to top it off. Not all of Venus is completely inhospitable. Its upper cloud layers offer a promising location for human explorers to visit. Back in episodes 5 and 6, I talked about Venus, specifically the Havoc or High Altitude Venus operational concept that would have a blimp-like airship capable of operating in the Venusian atmosphere with astronauts living on board and studying the planet from high in Venus's atmosphere. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute to leave a rating, and it does make a huge difference because the more ratings the show gets, the higher up it shows in iTunes rankings. I'd appreciate it if you could share the space shot with your friends, family, and anyone that enjoys podcasts. Tomorrow, the OSO-6, Mars 7, and West Star 3 launches. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.